Blog Talk Radio. another episode of Magic Universe with Sharona. And I am your radio host and magical mama, Sharona Rapsick. And I'm coming to you live today from the Big Apple, New York City. I am your radio host, and when I'm not doing that, I'm also an artist and a designer of the Boho Pixie Tarot. And... I'm also an angel whisperer, and yes, that's true. I really do talk to angels, and, you know, you can too. And I am also a tarot master teacher, an angel Reiki master, a life coach, and I am a teacher of the magical and intuitive arts. And... Today, uh, we are, I always like to look at what is going on in the sky today, and we have the moon is entering Aries, so it's already entered Aries, if you were on Eastern uh, time, where I am, and I always love it when it goes into Aries, because, you know, I'm an Aries, but what I love about Aries that it's all about taking risk and having fun and going on an adventure and trying something new or blazing a trail. So that's a perfect thing to think about uh, if you're new to our show. So uh, we are going to be talking about maybe something that will be new something that you already know so thank you for joining us and this little radio show is all about awakening and embracing your your inner personal power and self-confidence as well as creating magic and miracles in all areas of your life and you can do this with the help of your angels and your guides your higher self because we are all connected to the divine and loving conscious energy of what I call the magic universe, because we're each a part of it. So I always begin the show by saying and asking a question, are you ready to live your magic and be who you really are? So during this hour, I'm going to invite you to step into your power and awaken your true magic but before we get started i need to let you know that this show is brought to you today by the psychic talk radio network which is the one and only radio network with spirit and psychic you so what you're going to do when you get a chance after the show uh, you want to take a look at psychictalk.net and then you'll learn more about our upcoming radio shows, our 
our radio hosts, as well as the courses that we also offer at Psychic U. So while you're there, uh, you might want to check out uh, my online course, which is Certified Angel Reiki Practitioner Course. And I always like to tell people that it's the one and only course where you can get certified both as a Yasoi Reiki Master as well as an Angel Reiki Master. And I also want to let you know that this show is brought to you by the Tarot School. And you want to go to tarotschool.com because they have a lot of really cool stuff on their website. And also on Monday evenings, they offer the Tarot Salon on Zoom. So you want to go to tarotschool.com to register and learn more. And also you want to sign up for their newsletter that comes out every month online. And that's called Tarot School Tarot Tips. They have a fabulous, it's a fabulous newsletter. And um, while you're there, you might want to check out my column, which is Meet the Reader. And I'm really thrilled that this month's interview is with Psychic Talk Radio Networks and also the Tarot Guild's own Mr. Dax Carlisle. So you want to check that out. Okay, so those are just some of our sponsors. I'll also be letting you know a little bit about the Tarot Guild. Um, I have a note in there that Dax wants me to remind you that there is a, it's, um, it's half price for the uh, certification, which is something that I, I really recommend for anyone who is into tarot. If you're interested in becoming a reader, either part-time or full-time, that's a really cool place to start. And um, before you know it, you could have a, you could be working as a tarot reader, either full-time or, like most of us do, as a side hustle. And it's a wonderful way uh, to help people and to help yourself. So let me just tell you with a little bit of what the show is about, that I'm going to be bringing on our special guests. But uh, for those of you who are new here, uh, Magic Universe with Sharona is a live call-in radio show. And uh, here we talk about, obviously we talk about the magic in the universe, but we also talk about, you know, all the things that everyone is so interested in. We, we do shows about crystals, energy healing, of course, you know, divination, the tarot cards, um, a little bit about astrology, the law of attraction, and synchronicity. But the most important thing that I want you to walk away with after this show is I want you to raise your vibrations. Yeah, we what we talk about here is you want to have good, good, high vibrations, and through that, that is how you will generate and attract more love and magic into your life. And Magic Universe is on the air live, always on the second and fourth Sunday of each and every month. So uh, you can listen to our shows. If you're listening in on the World Wide Web, you're probably on PsychicTalk.net slash live on your Internet browser. But you can also call in on your phone, too. So you can listen in by simply calling 714-816-4628, which reminds me to tell you, 
that this is also a live call-in show. So if you'd like to uh, contribute something to our talk today or if you would like a free mini tarot reading, an angel message, a little bit of angel Reiki, or to talk to our special guest, uh, what you need to do is call in at that number, 714-816-4628, but you want to press the number one on your keypad. And that will, when I look at the uh, switchboard, I'll see that your hand is raised and that you would like to come on the air live. So just wanted to let you know that. And um, we also do have a chat room. So if you're on the uh, psychictalk.net uh, on your browser, if you scan all the way down to the bottom, you will um, see the chat room. Okay. So now that we've got that out of the way, um, we are going to, um, I'm, I'm so excited today, and it's going to be time to do a little bit of rocking and rolling, and I want to introduce you to our special guest today. I'm going to be bringing her on. Her name is uh, Tamara Kerr, but... She's of Tamara Kerr and the Bean when you find her website and, and on Facebook. So um, I love, her name is also Bean, and I love calling that name. I think Bean is such a beautiful name. And Bean is a priestess and a healer, and she is also the director of certification for the Tarot Guild, which I was talking about earlier. She's a Dallas uh, folk witch, and she's an ordained high priestess. So as you know, this show is all about love and magic. So hello, Bean. How are you doing today? Hello. I'm doing, I'm doing well. Can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> So it's good I'm, to I'm have doing you good. here. Oh, well, thank you. Awesome. It's good to be here. Yeah. Well, as I said, the show is all about love and magic. So when I bring on a guest, the first thing I ask is, um, how do you bring love and magic into your life? Oh, man. Meditation is the first thing that comes to mind. Um, and you know what's funny? I, I have to tell you, Sharona, because I, I tell my students this all the time. They, they seem to believe that the key to meditation is to get deep into a trance. And I have to, I have to kind of correct them and tell them, no, it's, it's not exactly how you see it like on movies and television where they, they get really deep into themselves and they think absolutely nothing. No, you're still going to have thoughts when you go into meditation. And you can even do meditation while you are doing a project or a certain skill, like if you sit down to draw a picture or paint a picture or um, to play a video game. You can actually enter into a meditative state while you're doing these activities and you're still very alert and very awake. Wow. Yeah, what's well, kind of like um, I 
did take some courses on hypnosis and I I forget the name of the state that you're in when you meditate. Ohio. But we it's yeah, but we go in and out of it. In fact, people will be surprised that a lot of times when you're driving you're in a meditative oh, I'm sorry, state. This- the state, the state that you're in. Oh, I'm sorry. You you use different brain waves. There's there's four main brain waves that we use, Sharona, when we when we are up and awake and we meditate and we sleep. Um, the four different waves are beta, which is when you're up and awake, you're very alert and you know the things around you. You have the alpha waves that is what I was talking about when you're doing a project and you're really right. focusing yeah. on your project. Mm-hmm. Then you've got theta waves, which is when you get into a pretty deep meditation or a trance, but you're still awake. And then you've got delta waves. Delta waves is REM sleep. Yeah. But, yeah, we're constantly going in and out of that, you know, that meditative hypnosis. and. You know, people are always surprised to hear that. They go, oh, no, I'm not. When I'm driving a car, I'm not meditating. And it's kind of like sometimes when it's a routine thing, we do it the best when we're in that state, believe it or not. And, the, uh, you know, it's not anything to be frightened of. I think um, people frequently get, get frightened of that. So oh, you, no. bring, you do meditation. And, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I do meditation, and I honestly, Sharona, I try my best to help people, uh, mostly in my yes. coven, the Coven of Roses. Uh, people come to me, my, my coven members, they, they come to me with sometimes very dire situations, and my job as their priestess is to kind of walk them through the situation and see what they can do to help themselves. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, I mean, and honestly, that gives me point. such gratification. Yeah, is to be able to help well, people. Well, you know, I think I love. I think it was the Dalai Lama who said that his religion is not Buddhism; it's kindness, and yes. it's helping people. Yes, and it's kind of the secret to. Being happy, mm-hmm. you know, people, you know, people always, you know, think that happiness is something, uh, you know, where you're, you know, being kind to yourself. But the greatest form of happiness is when you're being kind to others. It's like yes. a, a greater form of gratification, which is, you know, why, you know, I I love what I do uh, with, you know my work and my magic and um, tell us a little bit about you know what you do and why you're passionate about what you do oh man well uh, I've had the coven the again the coven of roses we can we can be found on Facebook Um, I've had my coven for a couple years now and um, you know this is the reason why I became an ordained priestess in the first place. You know, not to not to be a leader necessarily, but in order to help people who really need help. One of the things that I offer with tarot and bean is spiritual guidance because so many are in need of such things. And 
like I said, it's just such a gratification to be able to help others and to be able to be kind to others because I know that our human nature is if you're kind to somebody, they're going to pay it forward somehow. Indeed. Yes. Yes. And, um, you know, tell us about, you know, uh, tell us about your your coven of roses. And I always like, um, you know, what a coven is, and I guess we could start off by saying, you know, I I am I know that you you're a Dallas folk witch, and mm-hmm. I always like to start off with people, what you know, for those who don't know, what is a witch? Because there's so many, um, you know, if you go into the dictionary, yeah, yeah, and um, so. You know, I always say, what it, to you, what does the word witch mean to you? The word witch basically means somebody who is trained in magic. Now, what is magic? That is the key. Uh, most people think that magic is something that you see in Harry Potter, where you wave a wand and, you know, things change and things move, which it can be. But most of the time, what I define magic as is the movement of energy to create change in your environment. That is my definition of magic. And that's what I've come to learn throughout my 23 years in um, uh, studying and practicing witchcraft. Yes. So that's kind of the way that I define it, too. I would like to say that, you know, a witch, um, they work with energy. You know, you know I think we're yes. more familiar with the word uh, energy worker. But energy, everything is energy. And yes. we're working with it whether or not we know it or not. And I always laugh at people and I go, you know, whether you believe it or not, you're working with magic and you're working mm-hmm. with energy. So, you know, you, in my classes that I teach on magic and the intuitive arts, I always say, you know, everyone, they should teach this to children in school. You know, I don't know why um, magic isn't taught because we're doing it. And mm-hmm. to be consciously aware, names. yeah, you know, it's the most important thing that there is, is to know, uh, to understand about energy. And, wow. So I think a lot of us, you know, always laugh at people when they go, you know, are you a witch? <laughs> and I go, <laughs> well, you know, what is, what do you think a witch is? And, you know... <laughs> It always ends up, you know something, you might be a witch too and you might not know it. (laughs) My favorite question, Sharona, is are you a good witch or are you a bad witch? It's like a flashback from uh, from the Wizard of Oz right there. You got it, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just kind of say, well, you're a good witch if you work with love and magic, but you might be a 
bad witch because you're working with fear and magic. I don't like to use, you know, to me, you know, fear is where we get, you know, we start to lose our power. As long as you stay with the love and the magic, you really can't go wrong because that's really the vibration of the, that, you know, finding that sweet spot, you know, whether you're uh, a musician or witch, you know, mm-hmm. that, that's when things start to happen. And I want to say so here, cool. Shana, that no, no matter who you work with, uh, meaning uh, deities or, um, you know, spirits or anything like that, no matter whom you work with, that is your choice. And as long as you are projecting yourself for the good of yourself and for the good of others, that's okay. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Because at the Coven of Roses, we, we offer a safe haven for all traditions, from Christian yes. witches to Wiccan witches to folk witches, heathen witches, left-hand path witches, we offer a haven for all of them. And we offer a safe environment to be loved and to share with everyone our different traditions and our different ideas and practices. You know, a lot of people... Yeah, a lot of people, they come to witchcraft their own path and they've walked very, very different paths from everybody else and that's totally fine because the next person has a different path that they've walked and new experiences to share with all of us and that's a beautiful thing yes yeah well I you know I always like to say that whatever you know divinity you know that that higher and it's almost like you know it's it, it comes to you in whatever way you're comfortable in recognizing it. And yes. you will recognize it, but don't expect it to necessarily look like someone else's. And I always go, if anyone's telling you what it looks like, then they that's probably not, don't there's know. no right, there, yeah, there's no right way. It is, it customizes and morphs into whatever, you know, brings us love. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That's so, you know, that's so, um, you know, <laughs> I always tell people, if that's the only thing you walk away with from this show, <laughs> we've, we've said it, you know, what, what magic the, is. Then you... Then you've walked away with gold, my friend. Indeed, indeed, indeed. So I guess a good question would be, uh, Bean, how, when did you discover this? Tell us about, you know, how you figured this out. How did you know that this magic was there? Well, (laughs) um, that's kind of a long story. Let me try to dumb it down a little bit. Um, So I was a young teenager, about uh, about 12 and 13. And 
my mother, who was a newly born Christian, um, went ahead and put me into a private Christian school where we had Bible class um, every morning, and we had uh, basically a church service every Wednesday. And I started learning more and more about the Bible um, because that was my background. But I kept on finding contradictions in the Bible, and it spurred my curiosity because I, I went to pastors and they weren't able to answer my questions. Apparently my questions were um, too advanced. So I, I started doing my own research and I learned that there are in fact other religions. And I had no idea about these other religions, you know, Buddhism, Sikhism, um, Islam, uh, Judaism. I, I didn't know that, um, you know, other people had these these belief systems. So I was in the bookstore, uh, Barnes and Noble, I believe, and I was a 13-year-old girl, and I didn't know much about anything, and I was in the New Age section. I found myself there. And for some reason, there was a book on the shelf that was calling to me. And I went and I picked up the book, and it was called Wicca for Life by Raymond Buckland. And I read through that book probably within the span of two days. It's a pretty, pretty thick book. Um, but I, I, I read through it. In a, <laughs> right? Yep. It's a beautiful book. It's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was from New York. The, we used to call him Uncle Bucky. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I got to actually speak to him. I'll tell you that later. But um uh, it was it was an absolutely beautiful book, and I had no idea that people believed in such things as magic, that people worked with such things as magic. And, you know, I thought it was just like, you know, the labyrinth or legend or, uh, you know, all the movies that I grew up seeing, The Lord of the Rings, you know. Um, I thought that it was just those movies, but those movies left such an imprint on me that when I picked up that book, something clicked in my head. And I'm like, this is it. This is for me. So I, needless to say, long story short, I went um, through the process of learning Wicca. I self-dedicated myself because, you know, back when I was a teenager, there was no formal teachers that were around to help. And covens were very, very secretive. So... (laughs) <laughs> that was a no-go. Um, but, uh, but yeah, and then I went through the process later in my 20s of becoming an ordained priestess because I wanted to use my gifts to help people. Awesome. Awesome. I think, you know, what's interesting is like what you were saying about um, – you know, the other, you know, like when you're into one religion, they don't really teach you about the other religions, which, you know, I think is really kind of sad and fear-based. But, you know, mm-hmm. we'll, that's something we can um, talk about later. And, I, you know, there was the word when you said you were in the New Age section of the uh, bookstore, which, you mm-hmm. know, I always laugh about that because, you know, this really is a New Age. It's old age. Right. <laughs> You know, this is, you know, 
the magic and working with energy, you know, it it predates, um, you know, I think that it goes back to the very, you know, so it goes beginning back to the Neolithic of, era. Exactly, you know, I think, uh, and and it's funny, you know, like the word like witch, a lot of people when, you know, I tell people I do magic, you know, they go, oh, are you like David Copperfield? And I go, no. <laughs> you know, there's there's the stage magic and, you know, but I said, you know, every, what I think is really interesting, even though they, you know, like you'll go to certain religions will speak out against magic and say, oh, no, you don't do that. It's evil. But yet, if you look at their uh, their rituals and their services, it's like, hey, guys, you're practicing magic. But yes, absolutely. I think this, but the sad thing is they're not letting anybody in. Like, it's kind of like they're really afraid to, I guess they're afraid they'll lose customers if other people know how to do it, which is really kind of sad. <laughs> it is. It is sad. And, you know, what I have to say about that is, like you said before, Sharona, it's all fear-based. Exactly. And where, do, where does the fear come from? You know, for, for somebody, I guess it's, it's a personal fear. But I think that it might be the fear of telling people, you know, crap, I was wrong. This is this. Yeah. You know, admitting that yeah. you're wrong to somebody is really a difficult thing to do sometimes. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's sad because when you won't, you know, I find that, I'll just like say with me, I, I've learned to like say, oh, it's it's easy to say that I'm wrong because unless you acknowledge that and take responsibility for that, you never grow. Yes, exactly. And and, and that's you the never main change. point of spirituality. Yes, yes. That is the main point of spirituality is to grow and change. Mm-hmm, yep. And yet we fear it so much. And I, it's so funny, you know, with the tarot cards, like the, the number five cards are all up for those who not, are not into tarot or divination with cards. Five is the card that it's about change. And mm. that scares when, when, when a five card comes up in a reading, people like they get in a panic. And it's like, no, change is what, well, everything each day, every you you change from second to second. You're not, absolutely. you know, you don't. I'm in New York City, so if you hear sirens outside my window, <laughs> <laughs> that's all good. I don't think they're coming for me. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, yeah, um, but but it's just like it's just like the death card. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody fears the death card, and it's so misunderstood. It's it's about death, yes, but it's about rebirth and change, and usually it's for the better. Yep. It's usually for the better, or 
we just need to look at it in a different way. You know, like that's yeah. so funny. I picked up my cards and, and you know which one fell out on the floor? The hangman. And mm. when I see that, it's like you should look at things from an upside down view. Whatever mm. you, whatever you are, if, if you're in a situation that, that you don't understand what's going on, maybe you need to change your perspective. Maybe you should look at it from upside down. And if you look at it from upside down, you might see something that a meaning in there, a purpose that you didn't see when you were right side up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So tell us about, I mean, do you, I know that you are, um, you're, you're a, um, a tarot guild master. Uh, how did you, how did you get into tarot and why do you love tarot? Well, uh, that's a long story too. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I have actually been slinging cards for about 20 years now. Um, I call it slinging cards and not tarot because when I first started, I used an oracle deck. I used the Fairies Oracle by Brian Froud. And I still have that deck today, and I still use it very much. Um, I love that yeah. deck. That deck is it's absolutely breathtaking if if you don't know um brian froud is the man who did all the character design on the movie the labyrinth yes yes so it it's very labyrinthy it's uh very whimsical it's it's just absolutely beautiful i wish i could show you pictures um but they're they're on my website you can you can see them on my website tarotandbean.weebly.com and um I I started with those cards, and then I started to move to tarot, and I noticed that the tarot cards were very different in the fact that you can pretty much read any tarot deck if you know how to read tarot, but oracle cards are very different. Uh, They have their own set of rules for each deck. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's funny. A lot of people will say, oh, tarot is harder to read than oracle cards. But Mm -hmm. I always laugh and go, I think oracle cards are actually harder to read. Uh, Oh, yeah. Because, you know, you're really, you're you're delving into your, you know, that higher knowledge. You know, it's, Oracle cards are almost like tarot cards without training wheels. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, you know, but you know, tarot is just really wonderful. I, I actually, my introduction in to, I, I call it like well, card divination, is I started with a poker deck many many years ago oh. when I was a little kid, and you know the where it's the numbers and the yeah, numbers create a, you know, they create a pattern and then they create patterns within four different elements or groups. So mm-hmm. if you have a poker deck, that would be your, 
you know, your your clubs, your cups. I mean, your heart. See, I'm already going back into tarot. <laughs> your, oh, yeah. Your, your cups or your hearts, and then you have your, your spades and your diamonds. And there's also, uh, you know, magic where we're, you know, you work with the four elements, which are the fire and the water and the air and the earth. We're, we're all part of that. But, yeah, but I, but I love that thing about, I love oracle cards, but I always laugh with my students and go, you know, oracle cards are harder because there's no training wheels there. But the tarot right. is kind of, you know, there is that, that, that structure that you have to work with. But then, you know, I think the ultimate thing that freaks people up is then when I say to them, you know, your cards, though, are, you know, it's kind of like we were talking about the Wizard of Oz. The cards are like the really yes. slippers. You don't really need them. <laughs> but they mm. do give you something, you know, they give you something to hang on to. You know, yes. that you're that you can, you know, kind of calm those images as they flip through your mind. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So Tell me about some of the magic that you've worked in your life, if you can. Well, I mean, because well, you're no, doing no. it all the time, but <laughs> <laughs> we do, we do it all the time, and and that's that's an incredible thing. Um, like we said before, most people don't realize that they're doing it, but when you when you get hands on in your life to create change of some sort, you are doing a form of magic. And and that is a, a an incredible thing. I've I've done a lot of magic over the years. Um, you know, I do I do rituals to my my patron deities, and uh, you know, I I do do spells, but mostly I will do them on myself. If I do something for another person that is magic involved, I will usually light a candle and pray for for their situation. Exactly. I love the word spell. You know, uh, mm-hmm. it's one of those words where the magic is right out there in the open. You know, when we you go to a spelling bee and you spell words, but spell and working with words and sounds, that's magic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know, it's so cool that it's it's right there. It seems so mysterious and secret, but it's right there. It's right in front of our faces. And it is. Yeah. So um, I'm getting a note. Uh, tell us a little bit. We're both members of the Tarot Guild, and I know you're the director. Mm-hmm. Director of Certification, so we should put in a good plug for that, or or our, you know, Dax, I, I know wants us to talk about, you know, when about the Tarot Guild. So how did you yeah. find the Tarot Guild, and and what do you do for the Tarot Guild? And okay, well, 
I came about the Tarot Guild through uh, searching the Internet. I was looking for a form of certification, and I know that I know that it's kind of half and half uh, down the middle um, of people thinking certification, you know, you don't need it, um, it's, it's a bunch of hogwash. But at the same time, here at the Tarot Guild, we're trying to change that uh, thought, and we're trying to certify people who are serious and who show the merit that they can actually perform their craft. And if we have a sort of a, a level of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, a benchmark, an, maybe, an, or a... Yeah, a benchmark, an industry level. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that that would really really change things in the tarot world. And like I said, that's something that me and Dax have talked at length about and we're trying to accomplish here with the Tarot Guild is come up with a sort of industry standard. That's it. That's the word, standard. An industry standard that uh, people can look to, um, you know, getting and performing. You know, if you have a, a Tarot Master stamp on your name, um, that says something. It's it's not hogwash. You know, you've gone through the the hoops to get that stamp, and it's very important. Um, but I I came through the Tarot Guild for for that purpose as I was looking for certification, and uh, I met Dax, and I met Mary, and they're amazing people. I absolutely adore them both, and. Um, you know, I became the uh, director of certification here, uh, which I'm also working on Daxon to perfect that process. And it, it's it's a wonderful thing because I I of of all the the tarot masters that are involved with um, the committee for the tarot guild, I'm the one who they have to go through in order to get their certification. And I don't mean that as a gatekeeping. I mean that I get to meet them, I get to talk to them, and I get to know them. And that's incredible to me because I'm meeting new friends, I'm meeting new people, and again, magic, Sharona. It's magic. Yep. Yeah. Well, I think one of the things that, you know, you know, I, I believe in the Tarot Guild, too. And I think one of the things, you had this whole thing about fear that we were talking about is people are, are afraid that it's, I mean, we have everyone, what I love about the Tarot Guild, it's not like some of the other things that are out there where they teach you their own, their style, you know, almost mm-hmm. like a religion that you've got to do it this way. And what I love about the Tarot Guild is um, it welcomes all styles of reading and all met all are honored you know that um as long as you are coming from a loving place you can i mean we have people who read with the the writer deck we have people who read with the marseille deck or oracle cards or Or the frost you know other yeah you know uh you know uh other tools of divination so i always tell people it's not really you know, it's not a certification where you, you 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 can come in where you are, 
and, you know, we're not going to teach you just our way. But our way yes. is truly based in the love mode. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's, you know, I always tell people it's a wonderful place to start, uh, you know, to definitely go on to the website. We're getting more, we're starting to put more more goodies in there, more videos. But um, I think everyone, <laughs> everyone should have a tarot deck. <laughs> oh, and, I believe uh, so too. You know, it's such a cool thing because you're really holding a library of all the uh, esoteric information right in the hand in your hands. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, we're so glad that you're you're. Um, I came in, I think, a little bit before you into the Tarot Guild, although I'm relatively new with them too. And we're so glad to have you here. And we welcome. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, anyone else? We welcome, we want more people, more, um, more people to come and, um, you know, see the beauty that, uh, yeah, and what, you know, um, what you can do with a simple deck of cards. I mean, and (laughs) you don't have to be like me where I've got a gazillion decks because, you know, I have an addiction, but you only need one deck. (laughs) I mean, and, and it doesn't even have to be a tarot deck if you want to if you want to uh, be oracle based. I think that's fine. Or if you want to read from a poker deck, that's fine. Or um, if you want to create your own deck, that's fine too. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, um, I know people are going to want to look you up, um, Tara and the. I keep, uh, I'm saying I'm, I got the word tarot in my head. Tamara okay. and the bee. <laughs> so um, it's it's actually it's actually tarot we, and bean. Tarot and bean. Tarot that and makes bean. more sense. because mm-hmm. it's only one person. <laughs> yeah. makes it sound that there's. <laughs> uh, so how can people well, find you? Well, sometimes I think I'm, you know, I'm sure people, people. But hey, yep. Sometimes I think I'm three people, <laughs> but we won't go there. <laughs> I'm sorry, you were asking me a question, honey. Where can people find you? You want to just, um, I know that if you're in the chat room, uh, the information is there, but you might, in case someone's not in the chat room, where can they find you and if they want to know more about what you do? They can definitely find my Facebook page, which is called Tarot and Bean, and it's B-E-A-N. And on there, they will find a link to my website. I have services outlined that I do. Um, I do spiritual counseling free of charge. I I don't believe in in charging for uh, my spiritual counseling. I, I also add that in a little as I'm doing tarot readings for people. And, um, yeah, that's that's where you can find me. Awesome. Awesome. So let's see. Before we take – we're having so much fun, and the time is just, like, rocking and rolling by us. You know, it's um, 
you know, we, I could talk for hours about all this, but I do need to uh, talk about what we have coming up this week on the Psychic Talk Radio Network. And I know tomorrow, Monday, we've got two offerings. We have at, I'll go with the Eastern Times if you want to go in live. So this is be for 2 p.m. Eastern, but you would have to, I mean, the 2 p.m. Eastern, there's the Wisdom of the Soul show with Janice Fuge. And then later on that evening at 7 p.m. Eastern, we have um, the Spiritual Guidance Radio Hour, and that's with the wonderful Catherine Hahn. Uh, she's an angel channeler, and that's like this show, one of the shows where you can call in. So uh, you can call in and you can talk to Catherine. And then uh, next Saturday, November the 20th, 2 p.m. Eastern, and once again, I'm giving Eastern times. These are for the live shows. So wherever you are, you need to, like, you probably know how to do it better than I do because we get kind of spoiled on the East Coast because everything is usually to uh, East Coast time. But you can translate it in the time wherever you are. And if you can't make our shows, they are recorded. So if for some reason you're busy at that time, no worry. So at 7 um, on next Saturday at 2 p.m. Eastern, we will have the um, a show on uh, with um, it's called Tarot Today Radio, and that's what you you heard uh, Tamara talking about Mary Brown and Dax Carlisle. So next Saturday, 2 p.m. Eastern, they have a show called Tarot Today Radio. And they're going to have a special guest, too, uh, who's going to be talking about a tarot deck. And the name of that person is Brenda Elizabeth. And I guess I should mm. say that I'll be back in two weeks on Sunday, uh, November the 28th, 2 p.m. Eastern. And I'm going to have a really special guest. I'm going to have Sasha Graham. And we're going to be talking about just a book out on using the tarot for magic. So uh, it all comes back to magic. Woo. <laughs> yeah. So I have the book. I'm, I'm reading through it now, and it's really fun how you can. Um, and I love her deck. She has the dark wood tarot, which is a tarot that's uh, for, like, shadow working. So I'm kind mm. of working through that now. So, Tamara, are you ready to, we've, we've got some people who are, uh, they have their hands raised, so uh, I don't know if we can get to all of them, but are you ready to take some calls? I'm ready as I'll ever be. <laughs> okay. So, I'm going to go with um, whoever popped into the room first. I had them all numbered up. So I am going to area code 917. So if that's your area code, I just put on, you're on, on the mic, you're live on the air. What is your name and where are you calling from? Happy Sunday. My Hello. name is Tina. I'm calling from Hi, my name is Tina. I'm calling from New Jersey. Hey, Tina. Hi, Tina. I knew you were local because I said, 
917, that's either a New York or a New Jersey call. So, um, is there some, what, what would you, uh, is there something that you want to say on the air or would you like us to help you with something? Yes, I would like a reading about my relationship with my boyfriend, Pop. Okay. So, let me, so you want to know, just because I, the clearer we are with the question, the better it is. You said where your boyfriend is at. No, I said I would like so, to know. I would like to know, just like find out about what spirit has, whatever spirit wants me to know about my relationship okay. with him. Future. Okay. Thank you. Okay, uh, Bean, do you want to start off? What are you, what are you picking up? Okay. Well, first off, I have the lover's card in reverse. Okay, honey. So, Tina, when we're looking at the lover's card reverse, we're looking at maybe an opportunity that's a little unbalanced at the moment. Um, but this can always change. Okay, so change is something that is definitely uh, needed in this situation. I'm not sure if it's on your side or on his side because I just pulled the one. But, um, but yeah, something's definitely at an imbalance for you, sweetheart. Yeah, I always would uh, what is your, and, and it's funny, I pulled the lover's card too. And um, I also pulled the high priestess card and how, what is your I always you know what uh, what is your love affair with yourself and your higher self and the universe how balanced is that oh um I worship I'm a Christian and um I've been reading my devotion a little more. I've been overwhelmed with school, so I was kind of, you know, leaning on my pastors and everyone, you know, to pray for me, so I needed to do more uh, for myself. So even though my my son is a youth pastor, I just realized that. I was like, I have to read my devotion more. I'm reading my textbooks more than I am the Bible. It looks like, Tina, you might be a little overwhelmed, sweetheart. I just pulled the Six of Wands for you, um, and it's also in reverse. All my cards are in reverse for you today. Um, the Six of Wands usually indicates that you are having some sort of a celebration, but when it's upside down, the, the celebration is not there. Usually you're overwhelmed, you're taking on too much. Um, yes. It could, be, it could be that you, you need to um, uh, focus on one or two things instead of trying to focus on all of them. And that's also indicated by the Seven of Swords that I pulled for you, which is in reverse, which basically tells me that you need to cut away from stuff that doesn't serve you, honey. Yes, that's true. Well, I've been overwhelmed with my well, teenager, but school and everything is okay. Mm-hmm. I, what I would do um, in your situation, this is just my personal opinion, honey, okay? 
what I would do is I would just focus on one or two things um, a day. I I would say, okay, today I'm going to focus on this and this and only this and this so that you don't become overwhelmed. Okay, sweetheart? True, yes. And then are you are you doing any sort of work to um, let go of extra emotional baggage? Um, I'm trying to do that now. Okay, good. Um, like I said, that's indicated by the, the seven right there of swords, yes. is you need to cut away from stuff that doesn't serve you, stuff that... Uh, stuff that you're maybe holding on to for fear of letting go, but I assure you, sweetheart, if you let them go, it will be okay. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's 100%. I agree. Yeah, I'm also getting, do you meditate? You know, we were talking about meditation earlier. Yes, but I need to go deeper. I've been doing it like maybe the little 15-minute one, but I need to go like for an hour. You don't have to do an hour, though, but just just to, I mean, throughout the day, if you can like do five minutes here and there. And uh, that would be, you know, that's a, you know, I'm getting that would be helpful. Um, and I got yes. the lovers, too. And the lover's card isn't necessarily um, having to do with romantic relationships. It has to do with making good choices. Mm-hmm. You know, making choices that that serve you and, you know, work for you and, you know, yes. taking care of yourself. Yes. And... The- also, Tina, I want to add in that when you meditate, sweetheart, like Sharona and I were talking about earlier on in the show, you don't really have to go deep, deep into yourself in order to attain a meditative state. You can, you know, what I like to do, uh, again, this is just my personal thing, but you can, you can go ahead and use it too, is I like to sit down to either paint, draw, or write. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with the term automatic writing. Mm. No? Okay. So automatic writing is basically where you sit and you are in a meditative state and you draw, write, or paint what spirit is invoking in you. So this is how you can get messages um, from your guiding spirits, your guardian angels, uh, your deity, um, you know, this this is a wonderful practice that I think people should do a little bit more often than they do. <laughs> yes. I agree. I'm going to mm-hmm. do that. Thank you. You are so welcome. Thank you, Tina. Thanks for calling in. I did get an angel uh-huh. message, and it's, it's saying... Uh, you have you you have you know you have at least two guardian angels that are right there with you, Tina, and start talking to them. You know, to whatever that thing is that you're seeking, if it's love, they can help you with that. Oh wow, I'm gonna do that. And how do we reach you uh, outside of this reading? 
Which one, honey? I didn't. Both, both of you? Well, you, you can contact me through my Tarot and Bean page on Facebook. It's Tarot, T-A-R-O-T, and the word and, Bean, B-E-A-N. Okay, thank you. Absolutely. And you can you can contact me if you're if you're on your computer and you're in Psychic Talk Radio, if you're on the Psychic Talk website, uh you'll see me that I'm also on the page and you can feel free to click on that and that'll take you to my email. And uh we're here for you. We love you. Absolutely. Thank you. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. Love you, Tina. You're welcome. Bye-bye, Tina. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Okay. Let's take another call. And it's from area code 347. Caller, are you there, and where are you calling from? Yes, I'm here. I'm calling from New York. Um, thank you for taking my call. My name is Tanika. Okay. Hi, Tanika. Hi. Hello. Sorry, I'm shuffling my deck can... here. <laughs> okay. And what can we? What would? Uh, what do you want to talk about today, Tanika? How can we how can we help you? Okay, I wanted to know. Um, I had lost the job I was at for a while in October, and I filed for um, payment for the job loss through the government, where I can receive benefits while I'm laid off. And I wanted to take this time to kind of take the time to maybe join into something for more training and just take a pause and figure out what I wanted to do as far as a job. I don't know if I'm going to get the payments yet because every time I check back, it says pending. Um, And I was offered a job at a dermatology's office that wants me to start tomorrow, which I'm not not sure about because I'm wary about going into another medical situation, um, medical office setting, but at the same time, I know I need money. So I'm wondering if you see these payments coming through or not, or should I just take this job or do you see bad things with it? Like if I shouldn't take the job or should I wait and or should I take the job? Okay. Because if I take the job, if I take the job and I'm eligible for payments, um, I won't be able to get them if I start working. What are you picking up, camera? Well, I see the adventures that you may or may not be going on with the fool that is um, reversed for me. I'm getting a lot of reversed cards today, um, which is interesting to me. And you've got you've got both the fool and the hierophant, which is uh, in reverse today. So the fool in reverse represents the adventure that you may not be uh, not wanting, but you may be a little timid about um, taking the job. Okay? Um, The hierophant usually is upside down because he's indicating something that is a little unconventional. 
Does that make any sense to you, honey? Well, the only thing that maybe makes sense is, like I was saying, um, I'm a little hesitant going to the dermatology's office because, one, I don't want to count myself out as far as being eligible to get these benefits, and also because it's another medical office setting, and I just left the medical office setting, and it's kind of a field that I wanted to gear away from. So that's maybe why the feeling of going into this job it's given me hesitation because I don't want to mess myself up. But mm. if I'm going to receive these payments, then I, you know, then I know I shouldn't take this job. But if I'm not going to receive the payments, then I have to figure out a way to make money, which would be me taking the job. Okay. Um, I'm also getting the Ten of Wands for you. And the Ten of Wands is, uh, you know, right side up, um, telling you that you you have a possible future of feeling overwhelmed and tired out by this whole situation. I'm not going to tell you you should take the job or you shouldn't, but I believe that the cards are talking about this particular job that you are thinking of taking because we have the fool here and we have the hero fans here. The Hierophant is telling me that it's something unconventional for you, which you said that you just got out of the field that you're used to being in and that the job would be something different. Okay, sweetheart? So that indicates to me that it's talking about your new uh, position. Um, it looks like this, this position may be a little overdaunting for you. Okay, um... If I don't take it, do you you see me getting these payments? What do you think, Sharona? Okay. Well, what I'm getting is, are you sure that information is correct, that if you take something, you will be um, a limit? I mean, I'm getting the, the page of swords, and it's upside down. And that has to do with communication and, you know, really looking into the details. So, and along with it, I had the hermit card fall out. And that's a card where someone is shining the light and looking for something. And... Usually when I see that in regard to, you know, someone saying if they've been offered their job and um, should they keep looking, uh, that's kind of like uh, the, the keep looking. I mean, you, but the thing is, if you did take the job, you still can, you know, you know, I'm also getting, well, you can, there's no reason, like, once you get into a job that you don't have to stay there forever. But um, there's some kind of detail that I think you need to really look at more closely. Okay. Um. I really don't. I don't know. I know that if, if I stop want... working, I won't be eligible for these benefits because once they see you working, they won't award right. them to you. So that's right. why. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Um, well, are the benefits the same as the job? I mean, uh, I mean, would you be losing anything if you did take the job? Would you be bringing in uh, more money or less money than you would be if you got the benefits? That's where I'm getting. Well, yeah. if I got the benefits, it would be less money than the job, but I don't want to just be going anymore for money because that's what I've been doing and I've been not happy at these jobs. That's why I don't want to mm-hmm. go into another medical medical field job. Like I wanted to take the time to just use the benefits to maybe go into training for something else. But if I'm not going to get these benefits, then I have to just, you know, I have to make money. But it's 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 not as much as the job would be, but it would be money enough for me to be able to pay my like bills each month and do some kind of other training, but just live frugally. Like I, I'm trying not to just go for money if I don't have to. Right. Well, you have to. I mean, money isn't everything. It has to be. Eventually, you need to be with something that brings you money and happiness too. You know. So just from your words alone, it sounds like there's just. I don't know. I'm just getting, you know, get more information, get more information about the job and also, you know, get more information about your eligibility for the benefits. But whatever whatever the outcome, I think the where I'm getting with the with the uh, hermit card, whatever whether you get the benefits from, you know, um in the government or wherever the benefits are coming from or whether you take the job I'm still getting that you need to keep looking, you know, that your your happiness is going to, you, you have to find, you're going to use this moment, whether you're working or on your, ben, or with the benefits, to continue looking for something that fills your heart with joy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I hope I hope that I hope that helps, Anika. So you know, do some heavy meditation, but you know, get all the facts. You know, get all the facts from from both parties, so that you. I mean, that's what the Page of Swords is telling to me. That um, you um, get all the facts and uh, go from there. Okay. okay, I hope that helps, Tanika. Anything else that you want to add, um, Tamara? No, that's pretty much it. Um, you hit the nail on the head that uh, more information is really required in this situation. And I also wanted to say, you know, when you when you apply for unemployment and things of that nature, um, even if they deny you, and you you uh, you keep going for an appeal. Uh, they will back pay you from the date that you applied. I don't know if you uh, know that. Well, if you get denied because you started working, doesn't that make you el- in el- not eligible for the future? No, not to my knowledge. But how if you started working? If, okay, if you start if you start working, then yes, it makes you ineligible. Right. And if you stop working, then there then that still I think would make you ineligible, wouldn't it? 
Like if you start and stop? Oh, yes. It would make you ineligible. Then you'd have to start the process all over again. Right. So that's what I'm saying. I don't want to mess myself up in that way. I would I would take this time to reflect and see what exactly you you really want because it sounds it sounds like if you move into this new position this this possible new job it sounds like it wouldn't really be doing you justice like it wouldn't it wouldn't make you happy and no. your happiness as Sharona said is number one key right I, I don't think it would but I can't not work, you know, or I can't have a source of income right. coming in from somewhere. That's the problem. Mm, 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 mm. Tough situation. Well, I think the keep on looking thing is whatever decision you make, you are going to have to keep looking for that ideal job. So whether you yes. take the, the unemployment or if you, you know, physically take the job, that's not going to nourish your soul. You have to find what really brings you joy. But, you know, we live in a physical world where you you need money, okay? And wherever that money comes in, you know, take it, but know that, you, um, that that's not going to be the end. There is something greater out there for you. Oh, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Remember, everything is impermanent. Okay. Okay, sweetheart. Yeah. And if you if you if you need anything further, sweetheart, please contact me. Um, again, it's. Tarot and Bean on Facebook. Look for the yellow roses. Um, my my services are listed there on the Facebook page, and you know I I have availability, so I can help if I can, um, as much as I can, and uh, we we will try to figure out a way to work you through this situation if you want. Thank you. You're welcome, sweetheart. I know it's a tough situation. I've been there myself. Yeah. Yeah, it's really hard. But I just want to take this time to be able to stop, and that's what the benefits would enable me to do. But I don't know if I'm going to get them, you know. So mm-hmm. I do know I need well, to stop. Well, you need to call them. Is there anyone you can call? Yes, I mean, I've usually... been trying to call, and they don't. They put you in an automated system, and they don't let you through to someone. When you get through to finally someone, you have to trick the system into letting you through to someone. And when you put, when you get through to someone, they say, oh, I can't help you with that. We have to put you back to, to the automated system. An automated system, once it recognizes your social and your date of birth, it tells you there's no other information, and you're still pending, and it hangs up the phone on you. Yeah. How That's long ago happened. did you apply? How long ago did since, you apply? Since, like, the beginning of October, end of September. Mm. It's so frustrating. That's why I'm ending up like calling psychics to see what they see because I can't get any information from them. It just still says pending. That's I'm like, should I get a job? What does pending mean? No one can tell me. 
you know, uh, you know, it all it all depends upon your. I mean, wherever you whatever happens, you're going to keep looking, and you know, um, I would I would meditate on it tonight, and you know, it all depends on how quickly you want that money to come in, and. I hope I hope that helps, Tanika. You can also reach me on the website, uh, uh, PsychicTalkNet. Um, I'm Sharona Rapsick, and uh, just you know, let us know how it goes. But I do see you eventually winding up, you know, in a situation that that's going to be better for you. Thank you. Okay, Tanika, I'm going to put you back at the hall, and we have time to take one more call before the uh, we run out of taping time. <laughs> the universe is infinite, but the taping time for blog talk radio cuts off at a certain point. So I'm at area code uh, 216. What is your name and where are you calling from? My name Hi. is Patricia I'm from Ohio. Hi, Patricia. How you Hi, doing? Uh, You've called good. before. I gave a familiar voice, or I don't know. I know your voice. Yes. I know that voice from somewhere. Yes. How can we I help you today? Before. I'd like to know some info. Uh, in my current apartment where I'm staying at here in Cleveland, Ohio, uh, for the total time I've been here, it's, it's just been problematic. Long story short, uh, some of the repairs have not been done that should have been done. And I've taken pictures of, you know, the stripping, rubber stripping, my refrigerator that's rough covered. And, and we always, the whole building has these yearly inspections, which are a joke because nothing ever gets done. And they want me out of here because I'm paying the lowest amount of rent due to my income being sporadic. And they want to get, because they are greedy, and they want to get some more money and people to do do that. If, and this is a partly HUD-owned building, if if uh, the pictures I've taken and then put in my complaint and there have been other issues, will I get any help? And I do plan on moving in January. But will anyone pay attention? So what is your question? Will HUD, uh, they do take any action when I send them, if I put in a complaint and send the pictures showing uh, that the repairs have not been, haven't been done, and other complaints? Hey, what are you getting? Get, I I just pulled one card, but uh, Tamara, what are you picking up? I'm gonna. Um, you have a radio in the background, Patricia. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna temporarily mute you. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna turn it off. Okay, yeah, because it. Um, so, what are you picking up, Tamara? Well, I definitely see your situation as a tough one. 
And unfortunately, yeah. I, I've got the three of wands here, which basically means that foresight is, is needed in this situation. Foresight may be a little bit hard to attain, but um, we, we need to make plans for the future in this particular situation. If HUD doesn't, um, you know, pay attention to this, then we need to have a backup plan. Always have a backup plan. Yeah, I'm going to relocate. That's my backup plan. Okay, okay. Then you know what to do, Patricia, because I'm getting, I I mean, when you said is, are they going to fix this? I'm getting a no on that, okay? Mm -hmm. But what I'm getting is you can fix the situation, and that situation would be if you, is just to to move on and find find a place that makes you happier. You know, you have have the power here. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. Um, yes, I, I realize that. Uh, yeah, you know, they can they can have the place when I'm done with it. Uh, oh, okay. Just take your pictures, document what you can, send it all to who it needs to be sent to, but always have a backup plan, sweetheart. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. All right. Is there anything else? Not that I'm getting. How about Sharona? No, I'm just getting you. You can, you know, we were talking about magic and about change. Uh, I wouldn't expect them to change, but you can change. You know, you can change two things. You can either change and move on to another place or change where, for the time being, you know, you can love where you are. You have that choice. All right. Thank you. You're welcome, sweetheart. You're welcome. Thank you. Love you very much. And thank you for calling in. Bye-bye. Okay, Tamara, look at where we are. Yes, (laughs) Tam. We're running out of time. So, um, as I said, um, to all of our listeners, uh, we, I mean, what we've gotten is a lot of calls about, you know, change, that we, there's something in our lives that uh, we seek change on. And if you mm-hmm. want to do that, you you're going to be you know to not be afraid to do that and uh change and hands if you on. can yep it's hands on you know we've got the power we've got the responsibility yes definitely and well i want to you know we were talking earlier about spells and spelling and spelling is an interesting word because it's our words and how we talk to ourselves so I always tell people you want to watch a lot of the answers that you seek are in the words that you speak you mm-hmm. speak what you seek and just want to leave everyone that you want to say to yourself 
what you know whatever you put I am you are so you want to always say I am strong I am confident I'm magical we've been talking a lot about magic I'm beautiful and I deserve the best and I deserve love and our words and our thoughts and our actions create the energy that we need and what we say the universe is listening to you so you know put it out there and you know even if you're in a situation that you don't like that you want to change for one moment be thankful that you're at least in that place you know you be thankful for the place that you were you were starting from and you know focus on what's positive there and then automatically you're going to focus on more positive uh thoughts so that's one way that you yeah yes may may i just also add into that even in bad situations terrible situations you can still take away one thing what did i learn Yep. Yep. Even if it's even if it's don't ever do that again, you still learned something. Definitely. Definitely. That's very powerful. Mm. So Tamara being uh, it was absolutely lovely to um, talk with you and share you with my listeners out there thank you again for um, sharing your energy with me and and everyone out there thank you so much thank you thank you for having me I really appreciate you and I appreciate everything that you're doing here on your show i i just i'm so thankful i'm so blessed well thank you and and thank you my listeners because i wouldn't have a show if it weren't for you and if i wasn't able to get to your call um remember you can talk to uh catherine tomorrow on her show and then next Saturday you will be able to also possibly talk to Jax and Mary or in two weeks you can call back in and I will be back on Sunday November the 28th same time same station and I'm wishing you all countless blessings and high vibrations keep your energy high and I love you all. I love you, Bean. I <laughs> love you too, uh, Sharona, so much. <laughs> so we are going to, you're going to hear the music. Come on. Thank you, everyone. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.